the journey home. I don't drive. Can you believe it? 38 and I still can't drive. Living in London for most of my life meant that driving was not really an issue. Now, living near the coast means that driving would make life easier, but I still don't. I walk, get train or a bus, ride my bike. It's the way I've always lived and I guess I don't really know any other way. Today I left work an hour or so after school had finished. The sun was blazing. You know them afternoons when the sun is kicking and everything is just nice. So I walk out of the building and blam, the sun is so hot. So I take off my blazer, put on my headphones and start my walk to the train station as normal. I choose a song. Not my usual rap or grime. I choose some Vibes Cartel. As I walk along, summertime, full volume in my ears. I spot two young men I used to work with on the corner. It looks like they are smoking something and as I walk towards them, they try to hide whatever it is. I can smell weed in the air. I smile. It's been four years since I worked with these young men and still they try to hide whatever they're doing from me. I walk over and start giving my usual Kendra lecture on the consequences of drugs. They both take it. They've both heard it so many times. They de deny smoking anything covered in cigarettes. I ask how life has been and one of them says he's really struggling getting a job and he thinks because his CV is rubbish. I pull out my phone and give him the number he needs that will help him with this. Thanks, miss, he says. I smile. He's 20 years old and still calls me miss. I say my goodbyes and go on my way, put my headphones up. Around the corner, there are a few young people I know outside the shop. Bikes all over the pavement, shouting and swearing. Just being kids in some ways, but also drawing a lot of attention. Okay, headphones down. I collar the ringleader. He smiles his lopsided smile when he sees me. Full in going on 40, I always say to him. I say that his nan must be using these shops. How would he feel if she had to climb over these bikes? Yeah, yeah, Kendry says cheekily and gets the others to move the bikes. I then tell them to be careful near the roads and not to mess around on their bikes. The kids that don't know me look a bit shocked that I'm dressing them, but listen. I then ask, how many of you have got little brothers and sisters? Most raise their hands. I then say they probably wouldn't want their siblings listening to some of the stuff they have been saying and the words they've been using. A few heads go down. My main man says, okay, Kendra, allow it now, yeah? I smile and walk on, headphones up. Get to the station and wait on the platform. I see a few of the students who have left school on the other side making their way towards me to go out the exit. They're being loud, music playing on their phones, some of their hoods up in this weather. They're being boisterous and playful, insulting each other's abilities to spit bars. In my eyes, they're just normal 15 and 16-year-old boys. Headphones down. I take my headphones down to say hello as they walk past. I'm standing next to a man and woman around my age. The man suddenly says, Sarah, put your phone away now. Look what is coming. Sarah looks up, doesn't perfect phone away, but hides it under a cardigan and she had on her arm. The man says, you know what they're like. I turn to address this, but see the man's body has gone stiff. I can almost hear his heart beating. There's a little bit of sweat in his head. The boys are not re right near us. And he whispers, do not look at them. One of the boys sees me and shouts, Oi, look, it's Kendra. Let's go and embarrass her. I smile. They know I have a high level banter all day long. Hush, I shout back. Come back when you're a big man. And the others laugh. The one who shouted out is now in front of me. I look at him and he's a little bit taller than me. His dark eyes shining. You did good today, boy, didn't you, on your exams? I think you may be getting to school some of the highest GCSE results. He smiles. I had to in it, otherwise you would have cussed me. I can't deal with that. We laugh and the boys walk off. Not one of them bothered a single person. 
I turn to the man and say, you know, them boys don't judge you for a single second, but you already think you know who they are by the way they walk and talk. He goes very red, red and the train comes. Headphones up. I get in the train. It's filled with young people going to the next stop. Some I know and some I don't. A few seats across from me is a man about my age, again, covered in dust and looks like he's just walked off a building site on his way home. He's reading a paper and does not seem bothered by the young people playing music out of their phones and talking about getting down the beach on the next stop. They are loud, but they're not really bothering anyone. I wonder if they have tickets. I wonder if anyone will check. But that's another story. One of the boys, probably about 14, shouts, listen to this old and days tune, you know. The carriage is suddenly filled with DJ Luck and MC Neat, a little bit of luck. Me and the builder catch each other's eyes and smile. One of the kids see, says, look, even the old man likes it. <laughs> it's not said with any malice. These are just the thoughts of a 13, 14-year-old girl. The builder laughs and does a little sniper finger. The kids love it and start shouting, yes, bruv, oh my days, the old man's got moves. And he laughs, picks up his paper and carries on reading. My stop comes and all the kids get off. Do they have tickets? Who knows? The barriers are open and off they go. And then it hit me. The number of interactions I can have with young people on the way and to from work. I am always seen and speaking with them and their families. The kids take the mic when they see me on my bike. If the train is late, the kids see me huffing and puffing with them. I think it helps my relationship with young people because not only do I live in the area, I travel daily with them. I see stuff and intervene with things that maybe other practitioners miss because they're driving. So my blog today is to tell you, talk with the youth. Take a walk in their shoes. Even it's only the journey you may do to and from school. Leave the car at home once a month and take the journey. I promise you will learn not only about young people, but also how society views some of our young people. It's powerful stuff.